0: Welcome to Sports with Anthony. Today is Monday, August the 30th. And today we're going to talk about things that are going on in the NBA, the MLB, football, and I'll update the other sports as well. But NFL is starting up week one very soon. College football has started. And let's get ready for this episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And in the NBA, we have Rondo, who was sent to the Memphis Grizzlies. It was said that he wasn't going to be on that team. He was just there for trade purposes. So they ended up being able to buy him out, and sources say, and it's very cool. He's coming back to the Lakers on a one-year deal. And I think this solidifies their backup point guard spot, which they need, and He will be able to play a uh, nice role again with complimenting Russell Westbrook when he needs to sit out. And as we know, Rondo has the experience, the championship experience, and he was vital in the bubble when they won the championship and during the playoff run because he has such great IQ for basketball and a very good leader, and he's just a good fit with this team. And with having Westbrook, AD, and LeBron, you could put them out there with Westbrook if you want at times. And you talk about being able just to lead an offense. He's going to have a lot of fun with this one. And if healthy, this team, I don't see anybody being able to beat them with the way they play. The Phoenix Suns, if they could hit their threes, and they play how they did in the uh, regular season and going into their playoffs last year and made a great run, if they can come back with that same intensity and desire to win, they'll make a good run for their money against the Lakers. But as far as right now, I'd put LA edging over the Suns, and we'll see what happens with that. So I'm excited to see what other deals happen soon as they gear up for their off-season training still, and then team camps will be in a, in about two months. Well, actually in about a month now. So we'll see what happens and if any more trades occur. And in the NFL, the last preseason games were just played this weekend. And uh, every team is narrowing down their player rosters to get to that 53-man roster. And the uh, Ravens had uh, their top running back, Dobbins, who would be in a second year this year. He was going to be their starter. He hurt his knee. He's out for the season. So they're just uh, manning up. And they said they're not looking to sign anybody off free agency because Todd Gurley's available. His name was around. But they said no. They're sticking with who they have on their roster. So that's good for them. And then wide receiver Perryman, the veteran. He was cut by the Lions, but with his contract, he's guaranteed two million dollars out of his 2.5 million. So no matter what, yeah, you know, he got cut on the last regular season after the last regular season game, but he still got two million dollars for it. And hopefully he'll get picked up somewhere. Cause there's always a need for at least veteran leadership for wide receivers and their depth charts. So we'll see what happens with that. And with the uh, New England Patriots, of course, Belichick is being his classic coaching self and not stating who's going to be the starter. But if you have a Cam Newton on your team, you're not going to sit him. You're going to start him the beginning of the season, especially with having a rookie backup. See what Cam does in year two. And if he progresses and does better, he'll be the starter and uh, should lead them to the playoffs. But if he struggles, it's no big deal because they have a very good backup as a rookie, have him come in, have him play, get the experience, and then you move on from Cam after the season because he only did a one-year deal again. And for the Bengals, they uh, finally traded Price, the center, to the Giants for um, a defensive lineman. BJ Hill and also uh, the Giants get a 2022 7th round draft choice. Actually, you know, the Bengals get a 2022 7th round draft choice. So, they were talking about trading Billy Price for a while now and it's good because they have we have a different center and the team is healthy. And the starters did not play hardly at all in the third game of preseason, which I figured they wouldn't. But at least Joe Burrow got to go out there, got a standing ovation, did the three plays, done, and time to get ready for the regular season. So we'll see what happens with them. See what happens with the Steelers because the Steelers, um, they have Hopkins as a potential backup, but they also have Rudolph. So with the um, Steelers, they they could have him as a third string or they could easily put him on as a uh, practice player. But I think he's done enough to at least uh, maybe be the third string if possible, but – He didn't play as well in the third preseason game. They lost 34-9. to And we'll we'll see what happens to him. So there's no reports yet that he's been cut. But look for him to be either practice player or third string. If they want to keep a third string quarterback, we'll see what happens with the Steelers. But as things go on later on, uh, as we get closer to the regular season starting very, very soon, I'll give us more updates on our rosters and and anything else that happens with injuries and things of that nature. And in Major League Baseball, it is getting close to the end of the regular season, and we have uh, the fight for the playoffs. And right now, in the American League, we have the New York Yankees lead the American League at seventy-six and fifty-four, with the Red Sox right behind them at seventy-five and fifty-seven. Then the Athletics are 72 and 59, followed by the Mariners at 70 and 61. So for those first top spots, they're pretty much going to be locked in, and then we'll have a few wild card spots in between there, and that battle is going to be between the Blue Jays, Indians, Angels, and Tigers. And then in the National League, we have the L.A. Dodgers at 82 and 49, we also have the Cincinnati Reds at 71 and 61. And we will see if the Reds, uh, they should be fine in the Central as the Brewers are 79 and 52. But I think the Reds are going to be able to get in and have a wild card spot. Uh, they just need to win out and keep doing what they're doing. They are right there. So I hope they get in It'll be fun to have them back, and let's see what they can do. So I'll keep more up-to-date scenarios as this happens towards the very end of the season. And for the Reds and their schedule, it looks like they uh, there's just a handful of games left. They get a three-game series against the Cardinals, then you have three games against Pittsburgh, three against the Dodgers, three against Pittsburgh again, four against Washington, two against the White Sox, and you end it against Pittsburgh. So Reds, you get to play nine games against Pittsburgh, and you have got to win at least try to go six and three in those games. And then, of course, against the other teams, try to split those, and they'll be they'll be sitting pretty. So I'm excited to see what will happen. Let's go Reds. Let's get back to the playoffs and this time get out of that first round and let's get to that World Series and let's win it for the Reds. All right, college football is back, everybody, this week. Here we go. There were a few games last week, but Ohio State – Plays on Thursday against Minnesota. We'll see what happens with them. So on Thursday night, people, we have Ohio State Minnesota on Fox at eight p.m. Seven p.m. on ESPN Plus. There's the Coastal Carolina team playing the uh, Sedate s- Sedatel team. Then we ha- that's at seven. Then on the Pac-12 channel, you have Weber State versus Utah. At 7.30 and on the Pac-12 channel will be Southern Utah versus Arizona State, which they are ranked 25th. Let's go Arizona State. My cousin Lexi goes there, so I'm going to cheer on Arizona State. Go Arizona. Get your win. Stay in that top 25. And it's a home game, so enjoy. If you're going to that home game, everybody that are down there, enjoy it. That'll be fun. And we have UK playing this upcoming week. We have UofL playing. And then we already have Battle of the Ohio. Miami of Ohio plays at Cincinnati at 3.30 this week on Saturday, September 4th on ESPN+. So that's always a fun one to watch if you're able to view it on TV. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. I'll try to see if I could tune in. And Cincinnati's ranked eight right now. So we'll see how good they are and see if they can live up to that standing. So as the week goes on, And as the scores come out for college football, I'll keep track of that and give an update as college football has now begun. So get your popcorn ready, everybody. Sit back, relax, and let's enjoy some football. And in the world of golf, if anybody tuned in to the BMW Championship, what a finale. I mean, this this last two months of the PGA, I feel like every tournament there's been playoff holes, but nothing like this. We had six playoff holes. They were getting ready to have a seventh one, and we had Bryson DeChambeau playing against Cantley. And I just remember on the first two playoff holes, these guys had a chance, each of them, to win. But uh, there was a chip that uh, Cantley missed at the beginning that could have gone in for birdie. And then you had DeChambeau miss a putt to win it. It just right off the left side of the cup. And then they just kept going hole after hole after hole. And Cantley ended up just, he made the putt that he needed to make to get birdie. DeChambeau missed a putt, couldn't get it, so they ended it. And Cantley is the BMW Championship winner of the FedEx Cup. So congratulations, my man. What a way to battle, way to stick it out, way to never give up. So this shows, in golf, especially on this, you were golfing the, well, they were golfing the 18th hole, then the 17th back and forth, but you just play your game and try to stay consistent because that and making your putts is what will win it to you. Deschambeau did not make his putts and that is the sole reason he lost the tournament. And he, he could have won it, but he lost it. So hopefully this will get him geared up into next year and to work on that putting game and to win. And to be able to get some wins because he was he's been right there this season and just it hasn't been able to get over that hump, but I think it's coming. He's going to get some wins. So, everybody, if you enjoyed it as much as my friends and I saw and watched it, what a way to end with the BMW Championship. That was cool. And then in, in the MMA this weekend, we had Paul playing against Woodley in their fight, and Paul beats Woodley uh, via decision. He improves four zero. And of course, Woodley wants to uh, play Paul like verse him again. So we will see if they do a rematch and how quickly they go back and do it. So saw some highlights of it and. Paul just he he was in the zone and did what he had to do to win, and we'll see if Woodley can uh, pu- uh, fight better. But we'll see. But based off of how Paul is, I I don't see him losing to Woodley. Like Woodley's a good marketer for himself and being able to to draw in the crowds and the money. But uh, I think he needs to do a little bit more work on his fighting skills to beat Paul. And he's the, Woodley's a good fighter, too, but we'll just see. He, just, he did not have the upper hand, and Paul took care of business, and we'll see if Woodley in round two uh, match up, if he could get the win, and then more likely we'll have a round three, because that's how it goes in MMA. can't just have the one fight. They need to see how many times you could beat each other, especially if you're the loser, because you don't want to lose to anybody, which I can understand that. So that was a good one. We'll see what Other things happen in the near future for headline fights, and I'll keep you in tune. And in soccer, soccer is now full-fledged, but at every level, and my son Michael is playing soccer this year for the first time. He did a soccer camp this past summer for indoor soccer, um, and he is doing outdoor soccer as we speak. He's about to start his third week. And it's with the YMCA this year He because he's in third grade. So as he gets older, they'll start having the school teams. But he is on the Suns. And, of course, because his name is the Suns, of course their jerseys are bright yellow. So you cannot miss them. And he got his number 10, his favorite number, because he loves Tyreek Hill in football. So he was so glad to get – Number 10 for soccer. And I think he's going to do well. It's going to be fun. And at the professional level, we have the Louisville Soccer Club. Right now, they they are uh, about 20 games into the season. And Louisville City is at 12 wins, four draws, four losses in the 20 games. They are in first place in the Eastern Conference. And right behind them is Birmingham, and then Tulsa is right behind them. Uh, Birmingham has 11 wins. Tulsa has 10. So it's going to be tight a little bit right now. But congratulations to them. Keep it up. Let's stay in first. And for MLS soccer, the uh, Cincinnati Football Club, they are in the Eastern Conference as a whole. They are in 13th place. They have three wins, nine losses, and eight ties. Man, and at home, this is not good to start out a season. You're 0 3 and 5 at home. You have five ties, they need to get those ties into wins. Then away they're three, six, and three. So they're able to win away a a little bit, but you get rid of those draws and you get wins, they could be six and six on the road and they could be five and three at home. So come on, guys. You need to get it together if you want to move up. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. And hopefully they get a little bit of a hot streak and move on up because it's going to be a tough battle. But good luck to them and the MLS. And uh, Columbus Crew, I love the Columbus Crew. I always have since they have been in uh, formed and in Columbus, Ohio. I've I've been able to go to a game with my cousin Michael before, and of course uh, when I started to watch them, they had won, they had won the MLS. So ever since then, uh, a long time ago, I have always liked the Crew. So come on, Crew, you're an eighth. You need to be in the top seven, I guess, for playoff seedings. So. Just stick with it. They're 7, 9, and 6. They're right in the middle of the pack. Plenty of time to get back in it. But New England in the east, man, they are 15, 4, and 4. They are cruising. So they need to watch out for that. And In the west, it, it, it's more even killed. You have Seattle, Kansas City, Colorado, and LA Galaxy. Um, Seattle has 12 ones and the other three have 11. So that is tight. So let's see what happens. When more things occur in the mls i will report it and uh, let's cheer on your favorite team so for me come on cincinnati let's get in there let's get better and for the columbus crew let's make a run and get in the top tier for the playoff spots <laughs> And for today's IELTS files, I have an interesting fact and stigma with basketball cards. This has been, I've seen it circulated a few times and it was on TV uh, a little bit ago. But, and I believe I have this basketball card too. I need to look and see if I have it in my in my stack of cards within my binders. Because there is a Mark Jackson basketball card from the 1991 1990-1991 season when he was with the Knicks and it, it's a normal picture it's a great picture It's just him like dribbling and getting ready to pass the ball right and he's on the sideline near the sideline and behold in the background are the Mendenzen brothers and these are those brothers that ended up they killed their parents and they they just try to hide it and after they killed their parents they went to the next game they were by themselves this was before they got arrested and all that but this basketball card on the left hand side shows them sitting in the near the front row right there so how what a bizarre thing in uh to have that within history right there Mark Jackson right there and the Mendez Brothers in the background on a sports card right before they got arrested and all the craziness that happened with them. But um, I'm going to look and see if I have that card. It said the card right now, it's worth, it's going up in price a little bit. It's, it's uh, worth anywhere from $35 to $50. But um, I'd be curious to see any other basketball cards in the background who's in there. If there's some famous, other famous people that we would think would be interesting if I ever, see of any, or if I have any, I'll come and share that. So that's my little fact of the day for IELTS files. So if you have any other facts that you think I should share, just let me know and I will report it. Thank you for listening to today's episode with sports with anthony and later this week we're going to do a segment with michael isles my cousin with on the couch with anthony and michael so tune in later this week and when i post that podcast i'll send you all a message so you can tune in and listen to what we have to talk about with upcoming college football and the nfl stay safe everybody have a good monday night